Joe, what is a tightrope walking and getting blown by an ugly chick have in common? What? Just don't look down, man. Just don't look down. Okay. What do you call it when a guy's crying while masturbating? Monday. <laughs> I was going to go with tearjerker, but you know what? That, that, that's a lot better. Uh, hello, welcome to Carnival Personnel. I'm Jacques. I'm Joe. And... We have our, our, our third co-host, uh, a show regular, if you count three times in 98 episodes <laughs> as being regular. Uh, What's his name? Oh, I'm going to let him introduce himself. What's up, guys? Jim Hip. Welcome. It's been months. It's been year. a while. It's been a year. It's, it's been, I don't know, has it been a year? Probably. When did you get out? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when did I go in? Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> but enough of that. Um, all right, so so we're gonna. Wait, should I play the gym theme? You do you have a gym theme? If you got I, one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember this. Jim, Jim's on the podcast. Ooh, Jim, Jim's sitting right here. Ooh, Carnival personnel won't be the same. Jim, Jim is joining the podcast. Joining, joining, joining the podcast. Vote for Trump. Jim, he's joining the podcast. Though he should be ashamed, because his podcast is lame. Jim, Jim is his name. Jim. Welcome, Jim. See, that's uh, honestly. Thank you. Thank you. I, I don't mean this to insult you as much as it's going to sound, but that is the best part about you being here. That, no, it, it really it is. totally, totally is. <laughs> you know? It's such a letdown from there forward. Oh, God. But it does reflect accurately Joe's talents. Oh, it's. Oh, God. I, How I dare will you say that? Now you, now you Seriously, have to Seriously. I mean, uh, it's. it's some of, like the day he surprised me with the uh, the Welcome Back Carter uh, uh, theme. parody theme mm-hmm. that he did. It's like, uh, not a dry eye in the house. You know, not a dry <laughs> or penis. Eye. Right? <laughs> a highlight of me being part of this is. Joe's theme song, which right. I probably wasn't here for you. <laughs> no. Uh, In fact, it wasn't even about specifically you, Jim. It was like another guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A guy named you. But it works, you know. Yeah. Um, Interchangeable. Yeah, so 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 I, I don't know, like, you haven't seen one of these rundowns. But anyways, we, we start off by... I, I haven't seen this rundown yet. <laughs> uh, we, we've been... Uh, I started a program beginning of this year to fat shame myself into getting in shape because uh, I'm supposed to play hockey in Phoenix with uh a bunch of a bunch of buddies in Memorial Day weekend uh, coming up in May. So to kind of make sure that I try to stay on the straight and narrow, I've given Joe free reign and the other people to fat shame me weekly. I'm actually training to sh- play hockey for the University of Phoenix. So <laughs> <laughs> See what I see, did there? Because they're online, online right? right? So right. I, I'm playing NHL '94. Essentially, <laughs> is how I'm training for that. You, you could in '94, you could still be that hard for whales. I know, right? And they still got the theme. Yep. How does that go? The the whale. The, the you know the the, the the thing that they would play. You know the orchestra. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the organ. Or, 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 yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, well I'll fix post. Are, if you're a fan of the Hartford failures, do you realize uh, <laughs> a couple times this year the Carolina Hurricanes I did have played twice, full yeah. on, yep. and, and I love it. Yep, you know I, I think, think it's, it's awesome. great. You know, but so so this, this week not the worst week. First time in like five weeks I've been back on the ice on my Thursday skate. Um, you know, got a couple days of boxing in and uh, one day on the elliptical, but uh, looking down at the scale and the sheet. Yeah, still a fat fuck. <laughs> looking down at the uh, Reese's and yeah. the nacho cheese. <laughs> you know, it's just like that opening joke. Don't look down, don't. man. <laughs> just don't. 
I can actually contribute to this. I uh, I went running three days this week. Who oh, was awesome. chasing you? Nope, nope. <laughs> I, I actually went, <laughs> went running, but everybody does use that same joke every time I say I went running. <laughs> I, ran, uh, I ran 45, 50 minutes uh, through my neighborhood. Three miles, uh, wow. Monday, we- Monday Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday. a mile, but you're kind. <laughs> It's uh no it was it's, it's a lot it's tough trying to get back in shape I, I I definitely feel for you. Well, it's tough to get back in shape when you've never been in shape. <laughs> Still, I'm trying to get down to my original weight, eight pounds four ounces. <laughs> so I, I got a ways to go. Uh, uh, my friend Paul used to always say that. Uh, Shout out to Paul. Now, so because of course now that you're here, that's great that you're here for because because March as Jim well knows is Women's History Month. Oh. Yes. So, like each each, you know, podcast during the month, we profile. Uh, uh, it, you know, this time we're going with women in politics and stuff like that. Um, and you know what's interesting? Do you realize that two fifths of all European heads of state are women? Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, Theresa May and you know uh, Merkel in Germany and stuff like that. But you know, a lot of the other Scandinavian countries. Um, we're behind the times again, so uh-huh. you know. But it, the interesting is, is those those women, as you might know, won elections in which their elections, the way they work, it's a little archaic, uh, like in Germany uh, and in England and stuff like that, where if you have more votes than the other person. You win. Yes. So it's kind of fucked up and backwards. I know. <laughs> they use that old-fashioned popular vote thing. Right. Where, where more people want this person than wanted that person. So to say we're a democracy where your vote matters, we're going to go by that. But hey. Hey, but well, you know what? They don't have 50 glorious states like we do. They, so they each don't. state has to be represented equally, no matter how few people live in those <laughs> and, states. And, in, and how much of a drain on the resources they are. Yes, right. I think that the um, least educated states should be funded by the uh, most educated states. Which they are. Fun, right. fun fact. Which is great. They are. Cal- California is really trying to help Kentucky as much as you can help But you know Kentucky. what? If I'm going to be kind of a socialist you know, guy, I have to sort of abide by those rules, right? Isn't that sort of the, the way it goes? Well, right. If you want things like... Um, Universal health care. Roads that everybody gets to drive it, on. It's called... Ro- it's roads schools. I, I will concede roads are important. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Unless you got a four-wheel drive and you're <laughs> off-roading and you're... Right I think roads is a funny road. word. <laughs> Roads. I'll pr- I'll probably concede roads. I'll probably concede healthcare. School. I'll probably concede school. Uh, and school's got to be honestly up there as high as healthcare. You'd have to say that. I mean, I think they're both they're both important, obviously. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But that's about it. But we can't. If we, there's only way to, to to like you know exploit roads and profit off of them the way that we've done and with the healthcare system and terminal the, the, the pharmaceuticals. The, uh, yes, right. But we need big tar. <laughs> On, on board. Is there a big asphalt? I think we got big asphalt and big tarts going on. <laughs> right. You know, we got other things uh, going but on. let's 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 get back to like or get to the big news of the week. The thing that I, I think everybody is talking about or wants to be talking about. Mm-hmm. What is it? An evil? Resident Evil Two. <laughs> I, I, I I unlocked the Infinity Rocket Launcher by, and I they said it couldn't be done by they. I mean me. <laughs> I, I didn't think I would ever unlock it. You're a big Resident Evil 2 fan. I can tell you I forgot until I looked at this that Resident <laughs> Evil even existed. <laughs> I was aware of it, but until I just did this here, I forgot that was even and, a thing. And, right. In our world, it's huge. 
by our world, I mean me. Yeah. <laughs> so in our world, right? Uh, it's kind of like the way he forgot that the TV show The Gummy Bears existed until just now. You know, like it's sort of something that he heard about thirty years ago, twenty years ago, and then hadn't thought about. I since. definitely remember the Care Bears. Was it the gu- yes. Gummy Bears? Oh, the Gummy Bears was you know Gummy Bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. That was the Disney. Show you don't remember it that was, one? A, was it Disney? Show? Yeah, that was I think. Uh, I was we, gonna say thirty. Yeah, it was, it kind of sounded to me like something that would be like on with Ducktales. Well, yes, see, yes, see, it was on the same thing. No, no, right now, and I can see the look on Jim's face that I sometimes have, where you're when Joe starts doing these old theme songs, you're like. Was that a show, or was that a show in Joe's head where he created <laughs> yeah, a whole yeah, yeah. theme song and backstory and B-list characters? Hey, Belly Button Lint family is a real thing, and I'll sing you the theme next week. Um, All right. So, but you, go, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail yeah, yeah. the conversation from so, Resident Evil 2. As we all know, you have to have beat Resident Evil 2 on hardcore mode with no cheats, no using other unlimited ammo things, uh, some of the lesser grade unlimited weapons, uh, and you have to do it in under two and a half hours. But the big thing, you can only save the game at three different checkpoints. And so you have to be uh, use some strategy of like when you're going to use it. Um, mm-hmm. and No I, one to hold them. No one to fold them. No one to walk away. And then no one to run. <laughs> Yeah, which Jim has done. Your zombies. Well, I was going to say Jim has done that three times this week. (laughs) I have ran three times this week. (laughs) Um, So yeah, uh, and then and then that's when the uh, the euphoria slash absolute depression. Yeah, it's kind of like um, you know finishing after you know watching something hardcore. Right, right, right. (laughs) You feel that euphoria, and then I want to hang myself. What are you watching? <laughs> uh, hanging videos, actually. Okay. It's weird. Um, but uh, but then so and the reward for it, other than the oversized, you know, check and confetti and Ed McMahon showing up at your door. Ed McMahon now, now, right? Yeah, it's that's, just mm. no, because that's. I think wouldn't be great if he was in Resident Evil. Maybe he was one of his own. Right? Uh, you may be a winner. Then you get to replay the game and just walk around with an unlimited rocket launcher, just. And and it's great. It's like you you shoot it at the zombie and watch it shoot ten feet across the air, and mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and, and after I beat it, you know, playing a limit, I'm like, you, you kind of let down. You're like, well, you know, I'm done with the game now. You know, how much more fun can it be to re re replay the game again with the Infinity Rocket Launcher? Be surprised, my friend. <laughs> You'd be surprised. It's kind of. It reminds me of like a great painter. He doesn't know when he's finished with his work of art. You know, he doesn't know when to put down the paintbrush. And that's you with Resident Evil Two. It's like this game should be complete, and I should be satisfied. But just one more go. Just one more. Uh, but but I'm not the only one with big news, Joe. Yeah. Oh, are we getting? I, 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 I was going to save it you, for video do, game. Do you want to? No, no, no. Whatever. Well, I. I I think this is the most important thing going on in the country this week. So why don't you drop your news? Okay. Uh, Everybody knows, as uh, everybody knows, that I've been playing Tetris 99 for the Nintendo Switch. It's a free downloadable game where you compete against 98 other players playing the same Tetris pieces as you. And you're basically playing against each other to see who can outlast everybody else who can reign supreme and the the premise of the game is the better you do at making you know combination of lines the more junk lines you can throw at your opponents and that makes it harder for them to win uh constantly i've been placing in the 
somewhere in the 90s to the 80s, and then sometimes even second place, or as Jacques likes to call it, first loser. Um, but finally, at long last, I forget the date, and I should have I should have etched this on a plaque somewhere. But oh, are you pulling up the text that I sent you, <laughs> where I sent you the screenshot? Um, on one glorious evening, uh, I on my second playing of that night, I with hands shaking, with uh, lips quivering, with beads of sweat pouring down my face, I placed first. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's what you had sent? In Tetris 99. Uh, it was on Monday. What date? March 18th. Mm-hmm. What year of our Lord? 2019 at approximately... Da, 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 da. I want to say like 9.30 Eastern. 9.44. 9.44 Eastern Daylight Time. You know, and uh, again, you know, a big moment for the whole clan. Yes. Uh, and and the sad, the sad thing was... How legitimately happy I was for you. Like, <laughs> because you had, the day before, texted me a picture of you getting the S-plus in hardcore mode on Resident Evil 2. So, um, yeah, we should definitely kill ourselves. <laughs> this is, I think, the prelude to a, some sort of suicide. More to suicide, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. all right. Um, yeah. What, 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 what have you done in video yeah. games this Mr. week? Yeah. I, I haven't Mr. played. I have two small children in a real <laughs> yeah. job. Yeah. I have not. What are you running too. from? Is what I I'm have asking. not to played too many video games in the past week. I can I can tell you that. That's good. Um, yeah. I have my biggest accomplishment of the week for myself is I went running. That's that's all I got to hang my hat on. That's three more. times. That's three more. times in a that's week. Pretty great. Yeah. Maybe we I should... probably could have done more. I just I didn't have time. I think I'm going to take a world class track meet for the Nintendo. Do you know what that is? Yep, yep. That the, the 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 power pad game where you run in place. I'm going to do that. Except I'm going to get on my knees and you, use my hands. Do you have one? Do you have a power? I have pad? two power. I, pads. I was going to say I'd be disappointed <laughs> if the nice. answer was no. I have one. Yeah, it's that checkered thing. Up I remember there. that. Yeah, I, have I remember, a... <laughs> remember <laughs> trying to get to jump. All I remember is trying to get to jump and. Like running into the. Uh, I think I slipped a couple of times because it would be like on a hardwood floor. Yeah, running into the, uh, trying to run in, oh, jump, uh, jump the, the hurdles. hurdles. Yeah, and I think I just remember just keep and, running. Into and there was like the triple jump one yeah. where you have to jump like three times. Um, yeah, what a what a waste of money. Anyways, yeah, um, sometimes I don't think those things were. I mean, probably for the time, but they probably weren't released. Uh, they just never seem to work properly. No, no, I'm sure a, it was me. I was horrible at video games, it, but it was I, a gimmick. Yeah. yeah. It was it just like, it, you know what it was? It was more of like parents were afraid that the kids were just vegging out. Right. And it's just like, no, 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 no. This is not uh, just your ordinary average video game. This is interactive. This is going to get your kids to lose weight. Kids this is love gonna, to work out. Right. This is going to get fat Johnny off his fat ass. <laughs> no, uh, no. Wrong. He just used it as a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> or a cape. Probably a cape. Yeah. It didn't or work. a tent. <laughs> A moo-moo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And now, do you want to move on to that other boring thing that happened this week? Yeah. I mean, it's not... I, I, does anyone even care? Is anyone even talking about it at this point? No. It's a Robert Mueller report came Ooh. out or something. Yeah. Fascinating this, 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 stuff. This guy, you know, just out of nowhere, just writing some report. Right. Totally bogus. Yeah. No collusion. No collusion. That's all I heard. That's all I heard like, like 15 times in the course of like two-minute interview. I heard glad it's done or yep. glad it's over from the president. And is it over? Uh, it is over, at least. I don't know if it's over, but it is over. His report is complete. Right. Yes, his report is complete. say this once. Nothing's over until we say it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> Quiet, he's on her roll. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> and over now. Uh, go get stuff. 
yeah, so we're um, we're just awaiting to see whether the uh, Attorney General Barr yeah. is going to actually do anything with it, whether it's going to go to, when it's going to go to Congress, if they're going to see it, if He's, anybody's going to see it. He said they'll get at least a bullet point summary this weekend. Um, but both actually, both sides are saying, you know, no, you have to because the thing is, the president is set. Like the president is set to release the whole investigation, and the Democrats are already signing. It's like how many, and I, and I, I even hate to bring it up because it is it is a joke. But how many tens of thousands of pages of interviews and witnesses and investigation that they had to release over the. Hillary thing, you know, remember, because the whole time she was Secretary of State, she was using WhatsApp, which is a public unsecure. Oh, wait, that, uh, that, that wasn't that was Jared Kushner. Oh, OK, but that was the way of the back before anybody made a big deal. About I think that music. was actually like as recently as this week. or something. Oh, <laughs> oh, so I was today year old when I realized <laughs> that that was going. Uh-huh. Um, no, but the whole thing and, and, you know, and of course, like I was talking to Joe, how disappointed I am. You know, kind of that it's over in a lot of ways. The fact that, you know, Blotus did not have to sit down for an interview, let alone be deposed, let alone have the deposition be made public. And you, I think you were most disappointed in Robert Mueller's uh, suggestion or um, his uh, his recommendation of no further indictments. Right. From, from his end, and no further indictments, because for weeks they were talking about there's several sealed indictments. Now, like with... You know, like we found out with with Gates and with Cohen and with uh, Manafort, they no, fu- no, not Manafort. Remember how I Man- thought Manafort, 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 a Manafort, Manafort. <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with the Ford a man, but you can see where that, that fi- confusion it, it, would be. Right, it's the line between clever and stupid. But with all of those cases, the Mueller team had turned over indictable information to states. So there's already investigations into so many things that they found out. But I did. I mean, you know, it's like you can go on YouTube now and see Bill Clinton's deposition over getting blown by Monica. It's like, how were they able, how was the special counsel and the Bill Clinton case able to get him to do a deposition, I think because the put, re, the Republicans control the Congress, so that's what it that's what it came down to. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it. I, I, they had home field advantage. <laughs> so, what you're yeah, for, so, for, for, from somebody who who knows what uh, O N N? What is it? One O A N N. O A okay. One America News Network mm. or Fox News? Let's go old school. Fox News. W- what is what is your take on it? So <clears throat> the the. Where to start is basically this for me, and I think I kind of said this from the beginning because I remember a couple of these episodes we were talking and we were talking about things just breaking as far as the meeting with um, Don Jr. and all, all all that stuff. We still don't know everything and we still don't know what's going to be released. The good news is, and I, I do believe this and we're probably all on the same page with this, is – I think this was very uh, thorough. I don't think there's going to be anything that was left out. And I think it's t- – now we don't have to guess. Everything before was a media report. Everything before was leaked. Now all we have to be concerned about, which is probably another hurdle, is you know what's going to be redacted? What are we going to see? I, I know one – I didn't get to watch any news today, but I know I saw one flash on the screen early this morning that they were talking about um, – they're going to be that the they may have the release the um, conclusions as early as today or this weekend. Um, <clears throat> but again, 
I think we're going to be able to rest easy in what's in those. It's going to be a matter of what we get to see. We don't, we don't, we don't know what's out there and the way it reads and all that stuff. And honestly, I'm going to say the same thing I think I said to you when the whole Don Jr. thing first broke. We got to read it. If we have the opportunity to read it, we got to read it and we got to see. And if something stinks, something stinks. But we are closer there than we were before um, to getting the opportunity to see this, to see who's dirty, how dirty, and what the dirt, in fact, is. Um, it, it really does seem like it was a very, very comprehensive investigation. And I do look forward to getting to dig into the actual uh, the actual the actual meat and potatoes of it rather than um, I don't want to say pundits or anything like that. But I, I, I'm really at a point personally where I could care less what Fox News says about it. I could care less what CNN says about it. I could care less really about whatever says I, I'd at like this to point, see it's like it. sports radio. I'd like to see it. Right. We're just all uh, speculating on stuff. That I'd like to knows. see it. Um, 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 I, did I vote for Trump? Yes. Um, do I feel that I'm fair-minded enough to say, okay, wait a minute, this was really – is this really, really dirty of him? Is this really, really dirty of the campaign? Or was this really, really, really stupid of the campaign? Or is this really, really whatever? Similar to you know, the, the Comey statement about the Hillary Clinton investigation. Uh, we we got to see. We got to see what it says. We got to see what was – what was just plain outright stupid, what was plain outright dirty, um, and where we where we go from there. But, you know, I want to say something. Like, how fair is it that the people who are under investigation, essentially the people at the White House, are the ones who are responsible for doling out the information on the investigation of themselves? Well, that that's no, – it, it comes down to bar. And what now? Mm. He he said he can. Uh, he he alluded that he might you know have executive privilege and but it's like I think even even his hard well no his hardcore fans he he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and get away with it but I don't think if he blocks anything or has anything redacted at the same time I think the biggest thing is not what you see what I see what Jim sees it's what the Senate sees it's what the House sees it's like how much. Uh, unredacted stuff do they get turned over now is it true that the national Enquirer is going to purchase the story and then bury it <laughs> <That's very laughs> what, what, what was that term that they had the catch uh, catching catching uh, catch and kill catch and kill yeah but guys this 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 thing is it, it's it's fascinating I was actually thinking about this this morning because I, I I was thinking about this this is a really there's a lot of benefits to this I don't care about your side of the aisle there's a lot a lot of benefits to this in regards to we're going to really get to see what happened in 2016, what we are putting into our politics, and and how to be careful about that in the future. This was so comprehensive. I don't. I can't promise you what's going. I take it from some of the podcasts I listen to. You two guys don't like Trump. Am I right on that? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I have no. a whistle named but, after but, him. So yes, <laughs> but I, I can't promise you we're going to fix everything in the past. But what I can promise you is I think this thing is going to be – this investigation by Mueller is going to be so comprehensive that it's going to make a lot of progress in policy going forward as far as what we're putting into our politics. If you read or look into that investigation and you look into when he indicted the uh, uh, the, the the 16 there from the um, – from the Russian, oh, the Russian from, yeah, from Concord Analytics or whatever oh, it was oh, called, uh, Cambridge well Analytica, Cambridge Analytica, or whatever it is. That's a fascinating thing. There was up to eighty people involved in that. Um, that were that's on the public side. Though. That, but I'm, but yeah. but my point is, and I'm talking about. Let me let me go back a little bit. Yeah, 
when we're talking about what we're putting into our politics, what we're all putting into our politics, because these are things that were out there. These, these, I mean, and I'm, you guys know me well enough to know I'm no internet person. I don't spend a lot of time on the internet. Um, <clears throat> You're busy running three times a week. Yeah, like this week. <laughs> this, week <laughs> this week's my start. But in all honesty, like what we see and, and, and you know, it, what we saw in this, and if we, if regardless of what side of the aisle we're on, you know, if it's information put out that's, that's trolled from other governments, other influences, whether it's money or whether it's just just propaganda yeah. or, or whatever, whatever yeah. it is. I mean, I, I'm sure at some time, if we're not careful, and I, I, I don't mean to relieve myself of this, I just don't tweet a lot. I, I don't think I've ever sent out a tweet. I've seen Twitter. I've, I've looked at it. Um, but you didn't what inhale. We, yeah, but what we <laughs> what we retweet and what we put out there, like we we got to be careful. We got to know what we're really putting out there. And I think I think big big social media learn that. I think we as individuals are learning that. And I think the real collusion was within ourselves. <laughs> it was in you all the time, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> the collusion was in you all the time. I know. So, but no, I, I, I agree with you that like a lot of people. That was the big thing about this last election is that the way people ingested news wasn't the traditional way that had been ingested in the past. You know, people were getting quote unquote news from social media, and people were buying into it as sort of the same legitimacy as. Um, an ABC News or a CNN or a newspaper, you know, like actual journalism, and then and then journalism. It then act then when you hear stories from actual news organizations regurgitating the shit that's in social media, then that's where it gets really blurry. It's like right, they're even right. reporting on the fake news, but now is the fake news I, the same as the real news? For now? the longest time, I was so lost on what they were like. I I truly, truly, I'll be honest, I was so lost in like. All this talk about what was going on in Twitter and what was going on in Facebook that affected the elections, and I'll be honest with that, and I, and I'm, I don't know if I'm alone in this or not. I, I I was having a real hard time wrapping my head around what could have possibly been going on in Facebook and Twitter that would have influenced an election. Like I just couldn't get you my, couldn't my, you couldn't my, even myself. fathom right. Yeah, like, what the fuck like, is on like, this? Facebook? Why would like what would be going? And I have you know I have I have a Facebook. I've had a Facebook for. A, for a long time, but I, I just couldn't wrap my head around is like what would be going on there that that would make that would influence this one way or the other that might get you know what was what was dirty about it what what was influential about it what was what was you know where did it lack integrity all these type of things yeah. and I'll tell you due to the Mueller investigation and all the different reports and things like anything investigative I love it you know I love reading about it and stuff like that and reading this stuff. I get it. I get what was going on. I get what was, what they were trying to do and how they were trying to influence people. And and quite frankly, a lot of people and I don't. I'm I'm not. You know, you can say the right, the left, whatever. A lot of people were just stupid in what they were tw- what they were tweeting. You, you know, this these were coming from from sources that didn't have our best interest at heart and things of that nature. And they look real, I, but that's I, the thing, it, is right? You, but here's the thing. Yeah. I, I still here don't even know what I'm talking about because I know I know these things were like retweeted and things like that by well you're perfect by, for our podcast by, sir but you don't know what you're talking about people were, but what I'm saying is yeah. I, I've never retweeted anything right. I never read anything well it's kind of like wow, seeing this like, is it, great it, people like you know for example if you see like a, a a picture of Hillary Clinton looking mean and then the caption says that did you know that um, Hillary Clinton uh, was uh, instrumental in the um, 
you know, some in, in, any sort of scandal or, you know, I'm trying to look, think of something. The Pizzagate. Yeah, the Pizzagate thing, yeah, that she was actually uh, running this this child porn. Oh, is it child porn? Yeah, no, right? no, it's like basically a child sex ring. Child the, the sex only time ring. I, the, Out of again, the basement of an Alamo. The right. only thing I ever heard about that was when you told me about that. I was like, what? I exactly. never, ever, then ever you have, heard right, anything about that. You have those, the, the, oh, the older, you know, people who like to follow their family on Facebook and then who basically don't have a lot of other real social yeah. interaction. They sit on Facebook most of the day and that's their window to the world. And then they're, because Facebook tailors what they see based on what they tell Facebook they like, that's how these memes and, got and started. I get, and yeah. I, that, that again, I, 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 as I read and stuff like that, I, I, I learn that and I, and I, and I get that. But, but these, these things like the, the you know, there were people, these these deceitful, these misleading, uh, misrepresented tweets or Facebook pages and all this stuff. I mean, this these were like these were these were created by you know influences that probably didn't have the best interest of America at heart. Yeah, but they were also retweeted by people in the campaign. Yes, and in other campaigns, and and that's that's what I'm saying. Like now, I understand that. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I I could not. In the beginning of this thing, when they were talking about how you know Twitter and Facebook and all this stuff, I couldn't get my head around. I don't see how this has anything to do with an actual election, with an election. Like yeah. How, like, and again, I get the influential piece. I get the laws that were that were broken. I guess my mind was much, much more simpler, and I was looking for a for. I don't know if you're smoking, looking for like, a, like an A to B, yeah, right. like an A to, an A to B type of thing. Like, hey, I'm gonna flip this button here. I'm gonna sw- flip this switch, and when I do, it's gonna turn all the votes this way. Well, yeah. well, that's well, the type uh, of thing right. I was. Well, right. I was thinking in for my like head. A physical thing. What? Like what, what? Tampering what, with votes. What the whole like the, the threat that people are looking for with the collusion thing is obviously you you know all the different pieces. The Russians. It was mostly the Russians. You know, had a campaign. Um, for you know, to 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 either do a couple things, either to get you to vote for Trump, to get you to not vote for Hillary, or to get you to not vote. Like these Russian troll farms, you know, had hundreds of sites creating thousands of news stories targeted as like uh, keeping black people from voting, and, and, and as much as misinformation is flooding different different uh, different pages and different groups with. Wrong voting information, wrong date, stuff like that. At the same time, fake stories about how the vote doesn't matter. But the biggest thing is where the collusion comes in is their attack. It wasn't. It wasn't um, nuclear bombs dropped. It was strategic striking at certain areas and certain geographical locations. Certain like, um, y- y- you know, it's like uh, small districts inside, like Wisconsin and stuff like that. Um, that. What raised the concern and was part of the election or part of the investigation, we'll find out what the investigation says, like you said. It's okay, how did they know to target this? Like how would a troll farm in the Ukraine, unless they had inside information, inside polar dating, only available to these two candidates at that time, be able to specifically because they did. They ran the, the, these trolls, these troll farms had an amazingly effective, you know, geo-targeting, you know, um, map that they followed. To and again, it doesn't sound like. Well, how much can it really make a difference when you think about some of the swing states where 
he won by just a few thousand votes here, a few thousand votes there. And that makes all the difference in the world. Like less than 0.1% in Wisconsin would have flipped the state. You know, it, it would have done everything. That's why they think, okay, who they got, they got inside information. Was it from somebody standing next to him or was it somebody 20 people removed? And yeah, I, I mean, like how deep out. did it went? Right. How deep did it go? Right. Was and, it part of the, was it as high a level as the actual the entire GOP or was it just specifically the Trump campaign? Or, you know, did they just did they just know? And I think one of the other so no unless he was dragged out of sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue and made to do a perp walk and the whole the whole, you know, the whole clan, the whole And you I know, don't think I don't do anything. No, no, does anybody no, really think that's gonna think or hope. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. think. But think. <laughs> but no, but I, I thought uh, I thought Don Jr. would get indicted. I thought, you know, but what what may come from this investigation is there are already legitimate other investigations going on. The inauguration is under serious scrutiny. His taxes under serious scrutiny. Jarrett's security clearance is under serious scrutiny. Does information end this? give more credence to going ahead or does it say look you're just spinning your wheels and there's nothing here so the end of the Mueller investigation i think is the beginning of a lot more to come or and i don't say that because i hope it i do hope it but i think and if depending on what the information is he might have come out and said here there isn't enough information on well like like he did with, with with Cohen, there wasn't enough information on this. You know, Michael Cohen wasn't charged with colluding with Russia, but through the investigation, there was enough financial things that everything got turned over. So, if there's one silver lining, it's that we know from three years. Has it been three years since about about twenty two months? Twenty two months. Uh, in twenty two months, we know how incompetent this administration is. And especially when it comes to keeping secrets. So if we know that, at least if the Mellow Report's in their hands, we know for damn sure it won't stay a secret for long. Hey, it, <laughs> we know they not, all talk. It's yeah. not on the rundown. But what do you think the pillow talk? Uh, you know, the my pillow talk. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, and now that guy is selling sheets, and it's hard not to. So what? What the eyes cold? Cut the <laughs> right, thank you. It's not a far jump from these that. are awful pointy. No. Um, oh, well, who who who's his mouthpiece there? Who's the uh, spokesperson? Trump spokesperson? Conway. Oh, Kelly. I think Conway. that pillow talk around the Conway house is going this week. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that that George Conway stuff that's coming out this week on Twitter about how he's bashing Trump directly, and um, we all. So yeah, for those of you who don't know, George Conway, the husband of Kellyanne Conway, the special uh, counsel to the uh, to the White House, the White House counsel or something. <clears throat> Um, he is very anti-Trump and very vocally anti-Trump, and is he's very pro-GOP. Yeah, he's very conservative. Move right. He's like a never Trump kind of guy. Right, but, but kind of he was like I mean, and in, in to hear him talk, how proud he was that she got him elected, and he was offered a position that he turned down smartly. But it's like to have his wife, to have his wife, who is probably the closest person to. Him as far as like the media and speaking publicly, uh-huh. and, and have a war with him openly. And I mean, you say pillow talk as if they actually sleep together. Still, yeah, I mean, come on, we're true. making a lot of assumptions. I, here. I, they are married. So right. I mean, I you know, have you seen my couch? Very com- <laughs> comfy. Anyway, go on. Well, what's uh, next? What's next on the rundown? We got to move this. Okay, so truck why? Along. Well, you know, 
it, 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 it's 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 serendipitous that Jim is here the the day that the Mueller investigation like wraps up. But why are the three of us in the same room together on this day? <clears throat> um, it's the what the twenty fifth anniversary of formal edition coming up. <laughs> If all you can form- believe that. All you formal edition fan out there. <laughs> fan. Uh, that's Steve. That's <laughs> no floor. Does he even know about I don't even know. Do you Steve think does- she even knows what formal edition is? Oh, yeah. Steve, oh, really? Steve has shown her formal edition. She's probably... And they still had a child. Uh, I think the child came first. Okay. And then, yeah, once, right. once he locked her in, <laughs> right. uh, she couldn't escape the formal edition magnet. Um, no, but what we're really here for is later after we record this, uh, we're going to see... Norm MacDonald uh, perform at the Wilbur Theater tonight, um, uh, presumably comedy. So <laughs> hopefully he's not you know, just going to rattle off like play-by-play of golf games, which is what he does on Twitter sometimes. Like he'll literally be on Twitter watching a golf tournament and like he'll just be able to say like Mickelson at the seventh, you know, it, uh, putts, you know, <laughs> like that kind of stuff, like all updates. When you read his tweets... Do you read it with his voice? Uh, yeah. Can you not read it with his voice? Uh, it, it, well, he's got two. He's got his performance voice. Like he's like, yeah, you know, uh, these gays. Can you believe what's up with that? Like that. There's that Norm Macdonald voice that we all know. But then there's the the very quiet, very introspective, you know, very serious. You, know, you, you shouldn't take the words of scripture and and mangle them unless you know what you're talking about. Like he has, like he's like a really kind of like spiritual, religiousy kind of guy. I did not know that. Yeah, I know he's on the conservative side of things. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, right? But he was actually when he was on that show, Last Comic Standing, as a judge, and Anthony Jeselnik was the host. There was some young comic up there who was telling like, like, kind of cheesy Bible jokes, and it was like a little backhanded, whatever, kind of hacky. And Norm, as part of his judgment. Session, he says. <laughs> he, the, he sees the irony of him being judging. Yes, of somebody with religion. <laughs> that's what they do. But he, yeah, he admonished him for, and he kind of went off onto sort of like a little bit of a tangent about how you know you maybe should read the Bible first and before you make a joke about it. This coming from a comedian, and then Anthony Jolson likes like, uh, so this is also a comedy show, and you know he's trying to bring it back, but. Yeah, Norm is, you know, I don't know which Norm we're going to get tonight is what I'm going to say. I don't know which Norm we're going to get. I'm hopefully it's going to be drunk. The supporting Roseanne Barr kind of Norm. All right. I mean, well, who doesn't support Roseanne Barr? Well, this? hey, it's not really her fault. And why not? Because it was uh, she, Sarah Michelle Gellar's fault. She, I mean, not she thought... Oh, because she thought, oh, she she thought, thought the, the bitch was white. Bitch was white. Yeah. <laughs> and I said Sarah Michelle Gellar. I meant to say Sarah Gilbert. She blamed recently that Sarah Gilbert sent out a tweet that ruined her career. This is Roseanne Barr saying something recently. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> right. Pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she must have the same editor blow his ass. <laughs> no, you know, uh, Big, green lighting tweets going out. So yeah, we're gonna go see Norm, and hopefully he'll be fun. But you wanted to mention? Any, yeah, well, what, what are your favorite Norm? What, what do you, you big Norm fan? I I am. I love the movie Dirty Work. Uh, it's probably one of my my favorite movies from back in, at this point back in the day that was like 97 um, yes yeah, when I came yeah. out I thought that movie was great uh he also I think you guys are probably familiar with this but I am a huge fan of Mike Tyson's mysteries which yes. only lasted two seasons and he played the pigeon right um, he's actually uh, he does a voice on the Orville now which is that new uh, Seth MacFarlane okay sci-fi show. Right. yeah I have not seen that but I'll tell you he plays a great pigeon the <laughs> character is the character is is very is all it's all norm norm uh and and 
let's just say Mike Tyson did not get his fair due in that. Uh, in canceled that. too I, soon. It's canceled way too soon. Right. Way, We're living in a canceled way, culture. Way too soon. Mike Tyson, a fine, upstanding citizen in his own right, has been railroaded once again by you know the, yeah. the public at large. He is. Uh, yeah. It, it was a great. Do you I think they told great. Mike? They're only like twelve minutes or fifteen minutes long. Yeah. Well, like, well, adult, adult, yeah, yeah. Adult Swim. Adult Swim. Yeah. But do you think they? Has anyone told Mike Tyson the show's been canceled, <laughs> or are they letting him go to an audio booth once a week to record because nobody wants to let him know? <laughs> I know. He's, he's, he's been pretty tame. He yeah. He really popped up. I know, right? He Talk about a turnaround, like a rehab. Like, yeah. he went from rapist to... Uh, a rapist with a heart. <laughs> yes, of gold. Of gold, mm. like, yeah, um, uh, the whole hangover. I think the hangover, hangover really yeah, they, turned yeah, things around yep. for him. I loved Norm. Uh, my favorite Norm stuff was him not giving a fuck on Weekend Update. Just getting up there and like telling anti-OJ jokes every single week, <laughs> anti-Michael Jackson jokes. You and know what? Uh, he, he didn't end on a good note. You know who that, likes right? that? You know who likes that story? Whores. Right. <laughs> like he would just say this stuff. This proves like my theory. Germans love David Hasselhoff. <laughs> or so the Germans would have us believe. Note to self. Make another joke about yeah. the Germans. The note to self stuff was great. Uh I remember he was in like wasn't he in like a big battle with Saturday Night Live over he he didn't want to do skits, he just wanted to do the news, but yeah. they were making him do skits. And I remember watching Saturday Night Live. It might have even been with you one night. <laughs> Walks out with a cigarette and he's like, "Hold on, I got to do this skit." <laughs> and he just kind of tossed the cigarette off to the off to the side. But he's clearly it was definitely him making a point. Like, when, when I don't want to do this. When he was publicly fired from SNL on Weekend Update, he still had contractually like one more episode to do before he was let go. And he comes out to do not even Weekend Update. I think he did, just came out to do a game show host skit. And Garth Brooks. Was like a contestant who was kind of dressed up like this redneck kind of guy, and it was set up like a. You mean he was dressed like Garth Brooks? <laughs> Garth Brooks is a fine gentleman. I don't know what you're talking about, but he's uh, Norm's. You know, comes out to a major applause because the audience knows that this is basically a swan song on Saturday Night Live, and um, he um, he says like some some sort of snarky comment to Garth Brooks' character, and Garth Brooks's character goes, "I don't much care for you." And Norm Macdonald offhandedly goes, well, not a lot of people do. <laughs> and just goes on with the skit. But uh, I love Norm, and I can't wait to see Norm in person. Uh, Colin Jost has said that he's, he, he's not mimicking, but his uh, Weekend Update persona, he owes in large part to Norm. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think we're all in agreement. The best thing that Norm has ever done ever or ever will do is Burt Reynolds oh. on Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> it's a funny hat. Or Jeff no, infuriating. <laughs> or his turn I think I talked about this on the podcast about when he did a guest spot or he he was a guest on the Conan O'Brien show, the old late night show. And Courtney Thorne Smith was the guest after her him and she, she was out the board. she she came out to promote a movie with Carrot Top. She just left Melrose Place. And Norm was sitting still on the couch and just interrupting her interview just time and time again. And, and Conan's just like, he's looking at Norm like, stop, you have to stop. But he's laughing throughout the whole thing. And then finally, yeah, she wraps up the interview, or mercifully, Conan ends the interview. And she, uh, he goes, all right, so you're going to be in a, uh, you got nothing really to plug. Uh, no, it's, uh, you know, you're here to, you're going to be in a movie with Carrot Top. That's great. 
and it doesn't have a title yet. And then she just chimes in with, it's called Chairman of the Board. And he goes, oh, looks at Norm. Do something with that, you freak. Mm-hmm. And then Norm immediately goes, I bet the board is spelled B O R E D. <laughs> and everybody just dies. Conan like just walks away. And uh, and then I I think I ejaculated. Yes, yes, that's how that's how I ended every granted every Conan O'Brien episode back then. But we agree that his Burt Reynolds <laughs> Turd Ferguson is the best thing he's ever going to do. Right. Uh, yes, I agree. Aside from being the pigeon on Right. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> Agree to disagree, I guess. Oh. Well, now look what time it is. What is it? It's a time for the um, defunct sponsor of the week. Ever since he was a kid. Hand over the milk money. I'm afraid I can't do that, Derek. I'm just not sure you'll spend it on milk. Mitch was only good at one thing. You are the king of revenge. Now he's making it a business. That was really funny, sticking the cops on us like that. I thought it was funny, but I'm surprised you guys did. So if you need revenge... Let us do your dirty work. Call the professionals. They'll give you the shirt off their back. Ah! Dirty Work. Rated PG-13. Starts Friday, June 12th. Okay, now into sport. Um... Well, you, you're you're a baseball guy. You you jacked up about the uh, Sox. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for I'm ready for the nice re- weather. I'm ready for baseball. Uh, I also have the uh, MLB network now, so I'm looking forward to being able to watch a couple of late night West Coast games as well. I usually with every sport, I like to pick another team just to kind of get behind along with my home team. And uh, I think this year it might be the Pirates, but I'm not sure yet. Um, and that's solely based on uniform, by the way. It's not based <laughs> on anything else. You're not a big uh, throwback Roberto Clemente uh, fan. I love those yellow uniforms. I love them. They, uh, it was interesting. Um, Seattle, they've already opened the Major League season. Seattle and Oakland have already actually played Major League games this week in Japan. And Ichiro uh, played a game for, played the first game for Seattle and officially retired after so he could actually retire while in Japan. And, and it's one of those things. He's, he's big, um, but I don't think, for me, you know, because baseball's not really been my thing for, you know, almost a decade now. But that guy is considered probably, I would have to ask our friend Biff, one of the biggest athletes in the history of Japan mm-hmm. and huge in Major League Baseball. But he played in Seattle. And he, in Seattle, throughout his career, wasn't really a postseason contender. So it's like one of those things where, I mean, he's a giant among giants. But, and in hockey, I can name a dozen of the guys who, you know, a dozen guys who, played for, you know, like a Winnipeg Jet team or right, stuff like that, right. that. If they played for the Bruins, they played for the Rangers, they played for, you know, Montreal would be arguing to be, you know, top 10 player of all time, but nobody knows who the fuck. But I, I thought that was an interesting story, and I thought it was really nice that it, it, it timed out that they wanted to, you know, let him actually retire in Japan. So I thought, I mean, that's probably one of the biggest baseball notes I'll make this week, except for the fact, the other big baseball news, Mike Trout. Yeah. Jeez. So he, he, here's the fucked up thing. Mike Trout signed almost half, like a, billion half dollar. a billion dollar contract. And here's the fucked up thing. The Angels aren't in contention. They're not going to be in contention. Do they have a half a billion? Oh, they are owned by the Disney. The thing is, yes, like the NFL, like baseball, because it's all revenue, it's revenue sharing. Yeah. They all have the money. Like, 
you know, the Pirates could spend like that kind of. I mean, right. you know, I forget who it is. The Phillies, the Phillies just signed a huge contract this year, like an uncle. But Popper. here's Mike Trout signing a 12 year deal, and it's like. Wait a minute. I don't even care if you're like 22 years old. There's a big difference between being 22 and 34. That contract, I mean, now granted, the teams aren't signing those unless they're making twice as much off the players. But how many how many more seats is he going to sell in Anaheim to justify that? How many more shirts can you – but the biggest thing is like you're not a contender. And as a player, like if Mike Trout could go anywhere, you wouldn't you want to go to a place where you could well, possibly think, win? Yeah, I think they essentially put that out, t- took that off off the table. It, it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out. But I mean, who's going to be willing to eat that eat that contract if if they go belly up over the next three, four, five years, and everybody becomes miserable and sour over there? I mean, I, I like when a player wants to stay with one team or something like that. But if you're the best player in baseball and you're going to have a half dozen playoff at bats in your career, you know, and, and to go back to your point about, um, about, uh, about good players being lost in, in lost in Seattle and, and whatnot. Look at Ken Griffey. Ken Griffey played in two very, very small markets. I believe he only bounced once, right? He was only Seattle and Cincinnati, correct? Right. I don't think he played anywhere else. I know he may have played somewhere at the TLT. And TLM, everybody but, knows he's amazing and great, but he's not looked at like uh, Yeah, and he was very willing to go to two I, I don't know would that have happened now? Would that have ha- happened? Would he have stayed in Seattle? Would he have stayed in I, I never mind stayed in Seattle. Would he have ended up signing in Cincinnati? I don't know why. I, I mean, you know? just as an athlete, why would you want to be and and a smaller market that you can't win. It's, Not the Trout's in a small market. Nobody, I, mean, look, I think, isn't it sort of like the mentality now? It's just like the athletes now are looking to cash in on the big payday. They really don't care about rings. They don't really, not on the, on the whole. I, I think you're, you know, I think, I think you're right. And, and it's one of those things, it's like once somebody, you know, I will. I will briefly. We will keep Patriot talk to a minimal. We are at week two. Well, that was great. I'm glad we talked about the Patriots. <laughs> we, we are at week two of Pat's Nation freaking out because yet again they lost a bunch of free agents, which happens every year. But they haven't signed anybody. They haven't signed any. Uh, and it's funny, all the players that they've signed or re-signed are special team guys, and people are like. Great, we locked up Matthew Slater and yeah. Ryan Allen, the punter, for one-year contracts. But, but the thing is, I mean, like like we've said before, every agent in football should be banned from football and not be allowed to be an agent unless you work your ass off to get your player to play one year in New England <laughs> and then go somewhere and sign the huge contract. Because I mean, and, and I mean that you go player by player by player. Like the the Patriots are going to have. They're they're at right tackle in three years because two years ago they lost you know uh, um, you know their 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 left tackle to who signed I think it was the biggest left tackle you know contract to the Giants and then they you know they had a guy Brown this year who just signed the biggest contract for any right tackle and went to Oakland but that's the thing it's like these guys win a rank and yeah now now they just. Do nothing but go cash check, which I get. But Mike Trout hasn't won a ring. He hasn't come close to a ring. You know. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a you, big. You, that was a big, big contract. That's huge money. I mean, that's unbelievable. Right. You Just know, unbelievable. But so, so we will wrap it up. No more Patriot talk. We're no, done. but I. It's uh, it's March Madness. <laughs> that's right. The ball that goes in the hoop. The hoopy ball. The hoop ball. 
played by the players that don't get paid a lot of money. They look, the schools can't afford to pay players. Why not? Dude, March Madness is only going to bring in upteen billions of dollars to these schools. They uh, cannot pay. Right. But what about the de- degenerate gambling? Uh, oh, yeah, wait, there's, there's a lot of that going on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but anybody uh, anybody have uh, brackets going? None. Are you, are you, you know, well, I mean, terrible. I heard that, that like after the first round, like 0.1 percent of the brackets on ESPN.com are like perfect. Still. Yeah, um, I'm, I, I, um, I, I, all I do is I do one with the kids. Um, your your kids are three. Yeah, well, I, 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 Ju, 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 it, we're teamed up. It's me and my uh, oldest daughter, and me and my, and and Julie and the youngest, youngest, and me and the oldest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I did I did not do any research, so I said I'm just gonna play it safe and I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go by the seeds. And the only time I I, I bucked at the seeds was with uh, a couple of times I took a nine over an eight. Um, one time that worked for me, the other times it didn't work for me. I I I'm terrible. One of my worst years ever. Yeah. And it's probably one of the only years I went by the seeds just because I had no time to do any sort of research or I had no gut feelings or anything well, like that. Well, I, I, I took a nine over an eight, but that's because she had bigger boobs. <laughs> See what the thing See. <laughs> Sport. Boobies. <laughs> no, it's, it's funny because I didn't even put that in the rundown. The only basketball thing I had on here this week, and I implore anybody to do that, is somebody took, uh, you know, I, I guess a song called One Shining Moment and did a montage of the greatest lowlights of the Lakers this year with LaFraud James. <laughs> Dude, it's honestly LaFraud James. Now, why do you call him LaFraud James? He's like a real like good basketball player. Guy. Not this year. Oh, no. Uh, no. Dude, it is. And, and talk about zero fucks left to give. Like about two months ago, he realized... They're not even probably going to make the playoffs, and if they did make the playoffs, they're not going to go anywhere. Oh, I think they knew. I think the Anthony Davis thing wasn't gonna wasn't gonna pan okay. out. Okay, do you think yes or no? The yep. Anthony Davis thing. Do you think that was purposely to sabotage the Lakers? Well, yeah. You know, here's the thing. you want to talk about conspiracies and social <laughs> media you, and so, stuff like did that. Did you but. follow? So Anthony Davis, <laughs> he's going. He has one more year on his contract. He plays for Oklahoma City, and he is. He plays for the Pelicans. The New Pelicans. Orleans Pelicans. Six of one, two dozen. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, fair enough. So he. I thought he was making up a team. <laughs> no, no, seriously. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, so the, the, just a quick reference: the Hornets were in North Carolina yep. with the Charlotte Hornets. They went to become the New Orleans Hornets. Then the Hornets went back to Charlotte, name only, and the Hornet, the team that was in New Orleans stayed there and became the Pelicans. Ah, okay. So the guy Anthony Davis is probably one of the two, three best basketball players in the league. He's one year left on his contract. He's going to be the big free agent in the offseason that everybody's going to try to trade for. It was rumored that them and the Lakers were trying to make a deal. And essentially the Lakers were giving their entire roster in like the next two years, entire draft picks. And I'm dead serious. It's like Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Joe, Jim Jacques (laughs) are going to be the starters for the Lakers. But with Anthony Davis and LeBron, they're going to be a playoff team. Like, and so what ended up happening is, is, as a trade deadline is getting to there and the Lakers were going on the road, yep. like entire entire stadiums 
because LeBron James is the de facto GM and the coach of the Lakers. And the whole stadiums would be chanting when somebody went to the free throw line, LeBron's going to trade you. LeBron's going to trade you. And I mean, and the Lakers completely fell apart. And now there's this whole, did, did the Pelicans purposely do this to sabotage the Lakers and all. I mean, it's, it's a drama. It's great. But if you watch it, it's a one shining moment is the name of the song. And there, there were a few, I'm not a basketball guy. At all. I'm not a hoopy ball guy at all, but there was some place where honestly, my favorite play in NBA in the last at least five years, LeBron is just standing there as his guy is kind of getting a position to get a ball, you know, get, get a, get a pass. Yeah. And his own player <laughs> pushes him in the direction of the guy. Just pretend to play defense. Like, <laughs> honestly. And it's not like he was pushing to get around him. He he was watching his guy and pushed LeBron right into the direction of the other guy. Like and, he was at a prominent. He was like a nerdy guy right. that was wanting to ask the girl to dance but needed a little and push. And his yeah. gave him a little push. I mean, there uh, it's it's... Some of the clips in this, some of the low light, and granted, you could take the greatest team in the history of the, I mean, you could make a low light reel of the Patriots this year. You could make a low light reel of the, you know, the 72 Bruins if you wanted to. I mean, out of context, but this low light reel, honestly, the Washington Generals watched it and said, man, these guys don't hoop him all well at all. They just, they just don't. So. We touched on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bruins are still doing great. Yep. Um, I couldn't be more excited about the Bruins. My boy, Brad Marchant, on the same play, he had an assist to a goal uh, the other night against the Devils. It was Bergeron's 30th goal of the year and Marshy's you know, 90th point. Um, they've had points in like 23 of their last 25 games. Unbelievable. There's still like 20 points behind the Tampa Bay Lightning, who they will have to play in the second round. And it's one of those things, the way the seeding works, like the two best teams are probably going That's to the play. Stanley Cup. Yeah, they, it is. I mean, I mean, the, 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 the Bruins have the Bruins have like the third best record in hockey. Um, they're like two, three points, you know, away. The Sharks are a point behind them, but. And I'm not kidding. It's not an exaggeration. When I say as great as the Bruins have been for the last four months, Tampa's been that great seven months. And that's who they're probably going to have to play. So as excited as I am, is is their fire on all cylinders? Is their goaltending's great? Are they still called the Lightning or are they called like the Flamingos No, no, they have. Um, (laughs) But I did want to point out, I think we talked about last week. Did you see Conor McGregor, Jim, was in the locker room with the Bruins last week? Yeah. And and the debate on sports radio for the whole week is – could anybody on the Bruins or anybody in the NHL, could anybody on the Bruins go toe-to-toe with Conor McGregor? And and on one hand, Conor McGregor is a killing machine. He's an MMA monster. But everybody, all the sports people were saying, do you realize two things? Actually, how big Sedana Chara is and that his father was an Olympic-level Greco-Roman wrestler that that Sedana Char, who's a fitness guy, like if you see him, he's like bounces at like one point two percent body fat. Uh, he's one of these fitness freaks, but he comes from a Olympic training level yeah. Olympic wrestler, so he can do that. And so that was a talk this week. So I think he could. So what? Ends- 
Oh, Go ahead, no, no, I was just going to say, I think anybody on the Bruins could take on Conor McGregor if you put him on skates. It's <laughs> <laughs> the whole but, edge. But seriously, so what ends up happening? And, and and I've heard players, and I've heard broadcasters talk about Chara over the years. It's like he holds back so much because he's the one guy who could kill somebody with a punch. So the other night, he gets challenged. And, and what I love about the code and hockey is you can see um, – you know, the, you know the guy. It wasn't. It wasn't the Devils. Damn it! I'm blanking on what game it is. But the guy says to him, "Do you want to go?" And Chara looks down, and they talk about. It. It's like, okay, after the next whistle, let's go. You know, it's, it wasn't a spontaneous. You hit me. I took exception. We drop the gloves and go. And very often, there's a respect thing. You know, spontaneous fights happen. But if two heavyweights, the guy he's fighting is six three, maybe six four. It truly looked like me fighting my 11-year-old. I mean, when they dropped the gloves, it was almost like he put his palm on his forehead and the guy was just punching air. But 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 Char has him with one hand. And he's he's not really fighting, but he's not letting himself kind of get hit. And this guy's he's a real fighter. And this is one of the things he does. And like I said, he's 6'3, 6'4, 220. And finally, you know. Char drops him, and the guy, to his credit, you know, kind of gets back up. And Char still has him with one hand, and he does the kind of the one hand holding the shirt, like yeah, took a little you know punch with. It. I I haven't seen anybody ragdolled that much. And, and, you do the quit hitting yourself, quit hitting yourself. <laughs> you know, I I think he was saying that, but my lip reading chuckles of hockey is a little bit off. <laughs> but he did. When I say you forget how big Char is, you know, or or how big. His his opponent he? wasn't he's that. Six, seven? He's six eleven. Is Holy he six eleven? He's six ten or six eleven. So with skates, he's seven seven one. I, I mean, he is. But the thing is, he's not just tall. He is huge and he's strong. Here's the crazy thing, and maybe maybe it's not the TB twelve method. Maybe it's the water here. He's forty two. He's older than Brady. His birthday was the other day, and he just today signed another one-year extension to come back next year for $2 million and $1.3 in incentives. And he's not their third-line, you know, he's not their third-line defenseman who's still kind of holding on, and he's like, well, his time has passed him, but he's great on the power play, and he's a great leader. Let's keep him. He's like, no, he's still second, third on the team in minutes. His defensive partner. When when Char hit forty two this week, his defensive partner all season is exactly half his age. He's wow. twenty one years old. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So so that's what uh, that wraps up Boston sports talk. Thank who you for would, coming. Who would win in a fight? Zdeno Chara or Tom Brady? <laughs> Is Bill Belichick the referee? <laughs> yeah, is, <that laughs> the, is Bill Belichick the referee? Then sure. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, uh, <clears throat> you can uh, hit him one more. See, <laughs> <laughs> worst Bill Belichick ever. Is there a good one though? <laughs> Does one exist? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He has six, eight Super Bowl rings. Okay. Mm. Enough of this. Let's get on to. Uh, Floor's favorite part of it. Let's talk some more video games. Joe, mm-hmm. this week, yeah. like to talk a little bit about Resident Evil. I like to shake it up. All right. Talk a little bit about Tetris 99. Let's and do it. Um, what, do what? we want to do a, re- a review? Sure. No. Then, then let's let, 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 let Jim oh, gonna make, the... Really? You're going to make Jim get up? Well, he has been running He has week. been running, right. Like, oh, you can you're... count this as your fourth. Your fourth. <laughs> My fourth. No, 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 no. Don't tell him. 
Oh, I wanted to see if no. he was going to keep the headphones on. I, I, no, because I got to pay for the repairs. Oh, that's true. That's All right. right. <laughs> Those don't grow on trees. They do not. Yet. Jim's going to uh, sashay his way over to the Nintendo shelf and pull off a good old video game for me to review. And I'm not going to look and see what he pulled off yet. I'm going to look at the space on the wall and see if I can guess. I have never heard of this game. All right. Uh, it's not Side Pocket. Uh, oh, wait. I, no, I'm sorry. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Jesus. Is it, it's, is it a super game? Does it say super in the title? No? No? I, I might do one. Do you want me to tell it, you? Yeah. Does it have yes. S- okay. It's um, Jesus. I, do I, you want I, another hint? Is it Dodgeball? No. I'm, I think I'm looking at Dodgeball. I don't know. What is it? Do you want a hint? Sure, a hint. Uh, it can be used with the power glove. Oh, uh, is it Super Glove Ball? It is Super Glove Ball. Wow, let me see that. Oh, boy. Yeah, the power glove, the one accessory I don't own for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Not yet. I know, like, Christmas is just around the corner. This now, is. Why didn't you have one? Are they that hard to come by? I can't imagine. Yeah, I mean, they, I, I think all like the big, like anybody who collects Nintendo now, you know, obviously the power glove was well known and to buy them and to buy them in good shape because a lot of them are kind of gross because they're fucking gloves um <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> but um i think to buy them are like you know I, I don't know how much they go for i don't know that's a good thing to look up how much does a power glove go for i'm guessing at least like 150 or something maybe maybe low end 100 bucks but super glove ball i haven't played this game but Apparently, it was like one of two games that you could use the power glove for. And uh, what was the other one? I don't know. I can't. Remember. I, I think I, I'm. Pr- I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt that the power glove had at least two games that were compatible with it. Besides, of course, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Remember, like when they would advertise the oh, power glove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they in the commercial they had them like playing Punch Out, like as if you were fucking Mike Tyson up uh, with a power glove. Not the case. Probably the worst peripheral ever. Like I don't think it worked well it was just like cool to have i'd rather talk about the power glove more than power glove super glove ball i agree remember now this is actually the 30th anniversary year of the movie the wizard that's a great movie with fred savage and jenny uh slate uh the uh, fred savage was a kid who whose autistic brother decided to like Get up and go. Oh, no, he, I they went to like the Nintendo World Championship. Yeah, like right. Oh no, they, were they running away from something? I don't know what. I think they just want. I don't remember. Yeah, but they, I, they they ended up there and they, they. But there was like a road movie. Like they they met yeah, up with the girl Jenny. Yeah. They met up with the yeah. girl and they had. He was wearing the green Zelda hat, right? Yes. In the movie, yes. Yes, you right. Had the same, he wanted to go to Cal- He hat. wanted to go to California. That's what it was. The kid, the little autistic kid, was like California, and he always wanted to go to California. So they just decided to get up and go. And um, the father was uh, Bo Bridges, and the big brother was Christian Slater okay. in the movie. And uh, then they were going after them. But then there was like this other private detective guy that they hired who was gonna like he basically like a bounty hunter. I don't know. It was, it's a convoluted movie, but. The reason why I bring up the wizard is because it is appropriate with the conversation of the power glove because they run into this other kid who's going to go to the, the Nintendo power world. Glove is so bad, really. yeah. The kid, yeah, <laughs> he's like, hey, I love the power glove. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> and he uses the power glove as if he were like some sort of a god <laughs> with Nintendo. I forget. I think he was playing Rad Racer, the racing game, oh. and he was using it. And he was like getting, you know, he's like going at the maximum speed, and he wasn't hitting any cars. And they, and they 
Fred Savage and his little brother were like looking at him with awe and uh, and fear as they should because the Power Glove is that bad. Uh, but that's what made the Power Glove so um, so popular. And also, the movie was the basically a big Nintendo f- uh, commercial, and it was also there to promote the upcoming Super Mario Brothers three game that had yet to be released in the United States. Um, that was what was the final game at the Nintendo World Championship. Um, I forget. No, it was called Video Armageddon. That, that that's the yeah. Which the Nintendo World Championship that year. The, there was a real Nintendo World Championship uh, the year after the Wizard. So it was all synergetic. Uh, I'm a big nerd. I'm gonna go <laughs> cry in a corner after this podcast. Don't, but before we go to Norm, <laughs> and we gotta eat. <laughs> all right, that's right. Okay, I'll so cry at the restaurant. If, if, you, if you didn't own that, what would you be shelling out? Five bucks. Nine ninety nine used. Okay, well, you know, a sucker would pay that money. <laughs> I, a I don't sucker even, did. I, I don't know what I how I got this. I think I got this as like part of like one of those flea market lots years and years ago when people would spe, spe, sell like thirty Nintendo games for like twenty bucks or whatever back in the good old days when they didn't know the gold mine that they had. Fools, uh, fools! I tell you. And is that no, a, is that a me. knockoff power? <laughs> is that a knockoff power glove or is that a Oh, the, oh, this would you... Ooh, ah, I can't have nice things. Uh, Nintendo Power... It's, read the entire... Uh, read it verbatim. What does it say? Nintendo Power Glove... <laughs> say it. What does it say? <laughs> Oven mitt. Oven glove, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a free oven mitt. <laughs> you want to stick around for wanna an oven st- mitt? You want to stick around for a Nintendo Power Glove oven mitt? You wow! Wow! <laughs> okay. I rigged it. Wow. I rigged it. Um, I don't know how much. Is it was really how you go through life feeling? Because I really hate myself. Right okay, now. Uh, Nintendo Power Glove, very rare desk lamp, one hundred seventy nine dollars. Oh, that's an Etsy thing. Um, Someone turned it into a desk lamp. <laughs> Probably like homemade. I know. It's, I'm gonna look this up. What does it go for? Come on, eBay. Uh, Nintendo Power Glove. I, mean, I, I can't find the fucking thing. Well, well, that's crazy. We won't read the whole thing, but the uh, Power Glove got a three-star rating from the Nintendo Ultimate Guide to the NES Library. From Pat Contry's book. Great. Good for them. Uh, <laughs> well, I, Pat didn't even write the review. So I don't even know if you can... I don't, oh, yes. I don't even know if you can find the Power Glove on eBay. That's how bad it is. Right. Yes. I think it's too Literally. hot. It's <laughs> too hot for eBay. So that's it. That's all I have for Nintendo this week. Okay. Fan F fantastic. So I think we're about ready to, to talk about television. Television. You watching anything this week other than Blue Bloods? <laughs> I, that, are you talking to a mirror, sir? I do not watch Blue Bloods. I watch Cheers. How, how far along are you in Cheers? Uh, we've met Eddie, Eddie LeBeck. Oh. Star goalie. There we go. Um, oh, God. Who did Carlo's husband, right? He, he played for the Canadiens, right? And then, um, yeah. Not Carla's husband yet, but... Uh, oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Jumped ahead on I, And don't tell me if he dies with a Zamboni, because I do not <laughs> want to hear that news. He is a great... Do you great... remember Norm, the TV, Norm's TV show? He was an ex-hockey player, NHL Oh, right. In, in the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lori Metcalf. I don't remember if she was his love interest or just friend. I or... think it was just like a friend. Maybe... I don't want to say mother. No. It had to have been... No. Yeah, they're of the same age. I think it was just like a friend or something, but yeah, she was on that show. Has she never not worked? Uh, no, I mean she's either, she's, either, she's either winning Tonys or getting nominated for Oscars or selling her soul to the devil on that Roseanne ripoff show. 
the Connors, which got renewed for a second season. So congratulations, Laurie Metcalf. So doing research, doing research for oh, I thought you were chewing Norm. Uh, for talking about Norm, I was watching a couple old episodes of Norm. Oh yeah, versus the new episodes of Norm. And in one episode, before the episode starts, you know the the sets you know black and behind him, but you can see the studio audience. And Norm says. Tonight's episode is not for young viewers. We strongly suggest that if there's young viewers that you don't watch this episode or tape it and watch it later. But here were they, um, uh, what do you call it? Contrary opinion, the devil. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> a guy in a devil suit comes over and he's like, this show is great for the family. It's fine for children. The younger the child, the better. You know. You know who else was on that show with Norm? Uh, you're talking about the ABC show Norm. Yeah. Uh, Max Wright. Do you know who Max Wright is? He played the dad on Alf. It, well. This Alf, what are you doing? You're going to get caught, and then I'm going to go to jail, and I can't take prison Alf. I can't take it. He's a, apparently um, a crackhead. Oh. Apparently. Because that's how it was. Later. Because I think I remember hearing Norm on a talk show saying. Like he had seen Max Wright like on like a park bench. You ever see the movie Permanent Midnight? No, I don't know what that is. Damn it. Okay, we're going down the Alf rabbit hole. <laughs> Come on, Jim is gonna be fun. <laughs> oh God, I think you told me about this years right. ago. So it was a famous book. Ben Stiller played the guy in the movie. And it's it's a true story. There was a writer who I guess was like a genius, really smart guy. Um, he got on Alf. But he completely, completely a heroin addict and uh, was making tons of money and wanted to get off of Elf and get out of his contract because he wanted he, – he hated it and wanted to do bigger and better things. So he kept writing really bad scripts. And the worse the script, the more they loved it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the the more implausible, stupid thing. Right. You know, and he did. He had a couple like mental breakdowns like – on set and stuff like that, arguing with Elf and oh my stuff God. like that. But yeah, it's just funny. But the it, guy... does the movie reflect the Elf years a lot? Oh or... yeah. Okay. Permanent Midnight. Permanent Midnight. I mean, mm. it, with Ben Stiller, it's like he's about twenty years old. But and you know, the book was like a best-selling book. And blanking on the author's name, but the movie's good. Okay. But literally, now that we're talking about Elf and why wouldn't we be? You know, hey Willie, when's the last time you've seen an elf action figure or doll? Oh, I haven't seen one lately. I'll tell you that. Why don't much. you look oh, over Jack's shoulder? And he's wearing his body. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing, he's wearing the- so, by you haven't seen it lately, means you haven't been in Joe's. I, you haven't uh, turned your head to the yeah, left. I haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> I have a stuffed elf doll way in the corner, l- looking fondly upon the uh, very life-size uh, animatronic Homer Simpson. Um, duh, what was it? What'd you call that? A statue? The dancing Homer that you actually gifted to me yep. because you purchased that years ago. Yep, there he is. Yeah, it uh, it dances and sings. And how much do you think it's worth now? It doesn't fucking matter. You're getting that over <laughs> Joe's cold dead hands. <laughs> <laughs> What are you watching on uh, on the TV? I, this week, got back into uh, this season's Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Gauntlet. Yes. And Mac and Me is in there. Well, Mac and Me is in there, which is great. Um, last night's episode, and I'm trying to think how Patton Oswalt, because when he describes what the movie that they have to watch is, it's like, if... if um, Oh, I think he said like Michael Bay, like some huge director, you know, did the abyss. 
but had only but did what, James Cameron? No, yeah. If James Cameron directed The Abyss and one of those forty-eight hour film festivals, you, you you might do you know about these things? I think yeah, you have forty-eight hours to make a film. Yeah, yeah. You, you show up. You don't know what the subject's going to be. Right. It's just like an improv thing. Like here, go. You have to write it, shoot it. Edit it in, inside 48 hours, and you could only get props from the dollar store. <laughs> That's how Pat Oswald's character like prefaced it, and I think he oversold it. <laughs> like when I say the acting was, it's like I think one of the movies is a um, oh, what is it, a Pacific Rim ripoff? The second one was a Pacific Rim ripoff, and you know what, the scary thing about those movies is, and I think we talked about it, how. These movies are so prevalent in in Hollywood or what maybe not Hollywood, sub Hollywood or whatever you want to call it, where a blockbuster is coming out and people know it's going to be coming out, and these smaller, low budget production companies will race to just put, like churn out the schlockiest, you know, After Effects heavy version of. A knockoff of said property. When you say After Effects, you mean the prosumer off the shelf at the Mac store, you know, yes. that, that, that you can the, get. Right, the effect, yeah. The, the, what the, comes the, preloaded in your MacBook Pro? Right, right. After Effects is pretty um, pretty high end. I, I apologize. It's like, yeah, I, I saw that because this season, this season of, you know, Mystery Science Theater 3000, uh, it was six movies and the the challenge was to watch them in one sitting, which people even Pat Oswalt went out of his way. Don't 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 do yeah, that. I think he tweeted to go outside. You know, <laughs> like, see, hug your family was one of those. So things. so as a family, we've been watching them. You know, which is really great because you know the 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 missus like likes herself the puns, which is fifty percent a, a plenty, yeah, of, of the jokes. Yeah, uh, the little guys are old enough to get the. Just outwardly stupid, not the pop culture references from the eighties or the seventies, or the two thousands, or the two thousands, really. Uh, but but they get enough, so so it's funny. So the other night we were watching it, I actually drifted off towards the end of it, and then I got up in the morning and they're like, "Oh, we got to rewatch it because you missed it." Oh it's like, man, I didn't miss much, but it's like they stayed up and watched, you know. <laughs> but it was it was this undersea thing. It doesn't really matter what it's called. It was just awesome, right? Awfulsome. Um, you t- what, what, are you watching anything on TV that you want to recommend? Um, Netflix. Watching uh, wrapping up the second season of it's called Secret City. It's mm. um, it's basically like a government taking down terrorist type stuff. It's called Secret City. It's it's actually a um, Australian show. Is it like a is it a, a drama or yeah, it's a drama. Okay. It's 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 really good. It's um, does it have subtitles? Uh, nope, because <laughs> it's nope. Australian. That's what I did. <laughs> it's uh, I think it's excellent. It's really good. It's it's you got to be into that type of thing. I don't think it would hold everybody's interest, but uh, I love it. I think it's really good. Another thing I'm watching, and I'm reminded of, is the uh, the new Ricky Gervais show, Afterlife. <clears throat> it's like six episodes, half hour long. He plays a guy who whose wife dies. But uh, she's dying. She 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 was diagnosed with cancer, and during her final days, was recording a like a video to her husband to just sort of like say like this is what I want you to do, and you know don't be an asshole and uh, live your life and all that, all these sort of uplifting things. But uh, Ricky's character is this sort of like fuck life. I want to kill myself. My my entire life was my um, the, the the less than 20 years I spent. Oh no, she he was married for 25 years with his wife. They didn't have any kids. They had a dog. 
and um, he he would just be a, a just a just a dick. Like he turned himself into the biggest fucking dick. Like he would tell people to fuck off. He would go to work and just start making fun of it, just insulting people to their face and just, you know. So he turned into Ricky, Ricky Gervais. Ricky exactly, <laughs> right. Imagine if Ricky Gervais was a nice guy, and then he morphed into Ricky Gervais. But, of course, it's more. Started off you, no. and then he became me. No, 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 no. <laughs> Strike that. Reverse it. Um, but uh, but it's about basically him moving on and, like, getting over himself and stopping stopping that, stop stopping with the pity parties. Um, and just, and he also has to like, he visits his dad who's in a nursing home and it's, but it's all, but it's rated, you know, MA. So it's all swearing and, 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 and a lot of C words cause it's England. Um, I recommend watching it. I sat, you know, it's like one night's worth of viewing cause it's like, it just go, it goes quick and it's six episodes and, uh, I like that. So watch Afterlife, I say. I'll, I'll put it on the list. No, you're going to watch it. Okay. I'll do- we aren't leaving this basement until you watch this. Oh, actually, okay. That would time out. We, we have time. <laughs> I think, yeah, we that. have time. We just want to and, and then go. All right, uh, Jim. Do you got a parenting tip? So, so you, so your kids are what? Four and two, five four, and three, four and three. You got a parenting tip? Um, keep you cool. J- just the tip. <laughs> ah. Big, big. Keep you cool. Don't let them drive you crazy. That's pretty much it. Um, I say, uh, uh, lather, rinse, repeat. You uh, make them do stuff. Just, yeah. yeah, no, it's like. But uh, then you have to do stuff because you have to make them do stuff. No, that's kind of uh, yes and no. Okay, yes and no. But it is one of those things where, um, you know, uh, uh, they're, they're doing boxing now. And my kids aren't athletes, you know, but they are smart mouths. So it's it's good that they they take jujitsu on boxing. So uh, they have the Conor McGregor part down of the. Smart oh right, right, right. Yeah. They 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 do like especially the youngest one. He has the he is the shit talker of shit talkers, um, and and but literally just just you know they don't get to make the rules. I don't want to do that. Oh hey. I understand your feelings. I hear where you're coming from. Get in the fucking car. We're going anyway. No, I'll listen to you. You can make your, your your argument. You can lay out like you know the pros and cons from your point of view, and I respect that. But you're still fucking doing stuff. So put down the goddamn screen and go. Right. That's it. And you literally mean like they're picking up the screen. Like, <laughs> right. Like, exactly. Like the screen TV. Put like, it down. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Gently. I don't want to have to buy another one. Because that fucking Best Buy, oh, they'll get you every time, right, Jim? Damn right. Yeah. Well, that's a whole sideshow right there about how Best Buy screws over the, well, the common well, man. Jim, thank you for being here. Thank it's, you for having me. It's always a pleasure to hear the theme song. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to hear it one more time? Go, I go, I, go, I, go, oh, man, I think I unplugged it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Sorry. I, I deleted it. <laughs> Oops. Whoops. Um, but so thank you for being here. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, we only have what, like, so this is number 93? We only have seven more to go. No, no, we nice have, nice try. The, the nice, countdown begins, nice ladies try. and germs. Nice number try. 100's our last one. Spoiler alert. Nice try. No, tr- there is no try. <laughs> do or do not. <laughs> and and I, I'm, not. I'm going to do both. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm going to do my best to do not do the podcast again. But uh, before I do that, Jacques and Jim, please don't forget. Joe and Jacques, it's Carnival Personnel. Joe and Jacques, to their wives this show is their personal health. Well, the show sounds the same every single week. Pats are great, 
Trump is lame and Joe barely speaks. Who you think still listening? Who you think still listening? Besides Jim and Biff, yeah. And don't forget Richard. Here's a random review. No one cares about you two, Joe and Jacques. Joe and Jacques, Joe and Jacques, Joe and Jacques.